You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last night. night. Coming to you from Stand Up New York Labs. Guys We Guys Fucked. Fuck. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. The anti-slut shaming podcast coming to you from New York City. New York. Oh, God. How many times have I done that at the top of the show? Well, you know, people need something to come home to. We, we, I, I never usually drink during, I, I haven't drank the past couple shows. Just yeah. Because I'm like, eh, water, co- I don't, I just don't want to. Because I'm trying to make drinking like a, a thing. Yeah, as you like said. Like an event. Yes. Like a special occasion. All right. Well, that, but that, this, that won't I, got, last. I got a whiskey. That won't mm-hmm. last long. Nope. It won't. Because <laughs> they always make sudden, these big things and they're like, that's not. Gonna well, I need last. to like chill from alcohol in order for it to be special to me again. Yeah, make it a treat, as Sarah Silverman says in her book. Yeah, so but it's I've been chilling too long. Yeah, it's time to have some fun. I've been down so long. What? Oh, <laughs> that was my jewel impression. Um, it sounded like sure, but I liked it. <laughs> I know it totally did. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> um, how you been? Uh, some shits happened. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I personally, I'm good. Not, nothing new here. Um, but <laughs> not new with my puss. But but there but there is something new with the pussy of America. Yeah, I think we want to. That say. is Joan Rivers. Yeah. Okay, that's not where I was going first. But oh. yeah, we can jump. Into that oh, too. I mean that's the most important thing. That's the yeah. most important thing. I, I know. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, a lot. Of, we lost the uh, wonderful Joan Rivers this week. Yeah, really big loss. This one hit me hard. I know. And Robin Williams was that hit me hard in a different way. I was I was upset for like days on end, but I actually got teary eyed when I was um, updating my Facebook status as you do when a celebrity dies. Um, <laughs> and p- please, we all did it. Yeah, no, totally. Of course. Uh, a celebrity side. Um, I need to get to social media. My celebrity memorial tweet was way more popular yeah. than your celebrity memorial um, tweet. I haven't checked how many likes mine's gotten, but I think it was uh, very uh, succinct and, mo- and so moving. So I hope it gets a lot. No. But she was an important woman. That, She's very important to us. This is my thing. I when I when I watched the documentary about Joan Rivers, that's when I really hit home. Uh, number one, we, you know, she's a pioneer, but she, man or woman, she's a fucking hard worker. And yeah. all I think, uh, you guys, anyone who's a famous comedian, just know that they are a hard worker yeah. because it's one of the few industries where you really have to work your ass. You off. can't get famous if you're not working hard. Yep. Impossible. There's too many other people who are too good at it who are working Harder. too hard. Yeah. Um, I would say I think Joan Rivers is the what is and was the hardest, hardest working, working person woman. in holiday not even well, woman, meant, person yeah, person hardest working person in comedy i've never i mean she just fucking she fucking comedied till she literally died yeah and she paved she also though too she was the only woman to ever be on late night the mm-hmm. hosting the late night she hosted the Johnny Carson show right and that and that the and only female to ever do that her success actually as is explained made Johnny Carson not like her anymore yeah yeah and Which that's is, unfortunate she's a badass bitch mm-hmm. and she was fucking hilarious and she I don't know she uh uh, I I loved her. I yeah, knew, I, she was just such a badass, and she didn't give a fuck. And right. you know, I mean, I think Joan R- Rivers is someone who I know. For me, everyone, whenever everyone thinks of Sarah Silverman or someone, they're like female comedian, just because right. she's always the example. Right. But with Joan, I think she was so much higher than that that it didn't fucking matter. Man, woman, whatever you are, you are beautiful and amazing. She was someone so who funny. Every comedian everyone respected would her. Need to respect whether whether or not you actually think her jokes are funny. She went for it, which I, and I think really yeah. 
personified what it means to be not only a hard worker but a comedian yeah. because she, she not apologizing for your jokes always being edgy always taking it a little bit farther than somebody else is going to take it mm-hmm. and that's so important especially in a society where we are constantly uh, you know getting offended. getting offended by words getting offended by sentiments um, and you know one of the greatest things about her is you know she was making fun of a, a, a blind person or something and, and then the woman comes in the audience and she's like my child is blind and I don't, it's a comedy show. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. And number one, it's fucking the act isn't about you, asshole. Shut the fuck up. Oh, that's so, makes uh, thinks everything's about themselves. Everyone who's like, I really don't like what you said about Asian people, whatever the fuck we said. It's like no stop. one cares. Stop. No one cares what you think. Get the stick out of your ass and stop. And if you want people to care what you think, fucking go to some open mics and you go talk about your own shit. This is my time. I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about. If you don't <laughs> like it, you can leave. No one cares. That's true. No one cares. Uh, but yeah, one of the best things about Joan was she always pushed the edge. Mm-hmm. Always, and that's the best kind of comedians. And I know we're sitting here, you know, speaking all this great stuff about her. And I, I'm sure if Joan were still alive, she would just want us to be like, roast me. Call me a fucking old ass cunt. She that old cunt should have died years ago. She should have fucking died. I wish I could have killed her. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love people like that. And they're yeah. so rare. Yeah. yeah. I love people. Oh, my mom's calling me. I'm not going to pick that up. Your mom has called you during several podcasts. Yeah. Should I answer it? No. no. <laughs> um yeah, she. I love people who just rip everybody. It's almost a sign of respect. Yeah, getting ripped by. Oh, roasted. of course. It's a sign of respect, and and it and it's and it's. I don't know. She just had this magic potion, and, and, and everyone was in awe of her yeah. all the time. And, and I mean, if you're if you're doing it like the Friars Club rules, you only roast the ones you love. Yeah, yeah. You know, so the other people you don't have time to roast people you don't like because they suck. So cheers, Joan. Cheers. This one's for you. You're a badass. Buddy. Yeah, and we love you. Really yeah, cunt. You. Yeah, fucking old Ugh. bag. All right, oh, God, great. I loved her. Um, okay, so, but back to your original pussy. Back to more was pussy about stuff. something else. Guys, it's so much about pussy. Yeah, so we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the nudies that I ne- never got to see floating around the internet nudies. this week. I did. Yeah, Christina saw. Because so my who, boyfriend knows how to go in fuck. websites and I don't know. He knows where to find shit. So who's, who's nudies did you see? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence's. How was that? Beautiful. She's right. gorgeous. Okay. But but part of me yeah. was like, I don't want to watch. This. I don't want to look at this shit. I'm part of the problem. Really? Do you feel? Did you feel? No. Did I you, didn't feel gross looking at Did them. you feel like you were part of the problem before or after Lena Dunham called you a problem? <laughs> Lena she, Dunham called me a problem. Well, no, because Lena Dunham, I think, came out with it. She was one of the first people to come out and be like, this is not okay that we're doing this. This is a form. That we're doing what? Uh, exposing people's nude Yeah, photos? and that well, we're all looking at that. And also, the main thing is, it's not a scandal. It's a sex crime. You're stealing people's public property. Right. You're stealing someone's intimate photos. And I was telling Stephen, I was like, if someone. Well, it's I'm very illegal. weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very uh, uh, more conservative about my body than most people or most women I think especially uh, but if if I had a nude photo I don't have any nude photos of myself I have one of my abs really like from five years ago that were slamming god I have so many nude photos I just don't Ugh. I just I don't know I never took them I never took them but I if, if someone take one daily took, if someone posted a nude photo of me that was my secret photo mm-hmm. that I had shared with a person that I loved or liked or whatever I would feel like part of me was raped right that's interesting that you would feel so strongly about it I would feel so violated I wouldn't be through I would be more pissed that someone was fucking looking through my phone the fact that the nude photo was out there yeah I wouldn't care so much but then I think what I would do because I was going through my head like what would I do if that happened to me my first reaction would be like be horrified and feel so violated but then it's like well you got to handle it right right you got to handle it the best way so I would handle it in a 
Yeah, I have tits because every woman has tits. Oh right. my God. You know what I mean? Right. You kind of, people are, there are men out there that are so fucking fascinated by seeing someone's yeah, tits. But, but I these don't are, get it. But the, the thing is, at, these are celebrities. So just like we are obsessed with everything celebrity uh, in this culture, we are of course going to be obsessed with the celebrity version of something that on a normal person we would still be obsessed with. And that's, so that's why I wanted to look at it. major obsession. That's why I wanted to look. And I don't, and, and it kind of fucking annoyed me, honestly, that in this society, we're, 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 it was such a big deal. Yeah, and when also, it annoyed me that the people who looked at them were made to feel like fucking cretins, like, 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 it makes me, like, like, okay, yes, it is a sex crime, but, but a million nude pictures have been released before, and I don't think we should be made to feel like fucking rapists for looking at a nude picture of a celebrity. It's not great, but we didn't release the pictures ourselves, and it's human interest to look at a nude photo. If you, if someone said, hey, I have a nude picture of Christina, do you want to look at it? I would say, okay. yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. And I don't think that makes me a fucking horrible person, no. and I'm so sick of everything being this whole situation, and I honestly think when we handle things so aggressively like this, it sets back feminism, because yeah. it's great it's a crazy reaction it's not good it's not cool to look through people's private shit whether you're a celebrity or not i've addressed that many times i don't look through my boyfriend's shit because it's fucking nothing makes me angrier than someone looking through my fucking phone that's my private business yeah that violation well the 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 only reason though that i felt bad looking at them is because i couldn't get away in my head from thinking of how violated they must have felt when that happened right because they knew ah Fuck the whole fucking world's gonna see my pussy. You didn't do it. Also, there's you know when you're a celebrity, you gotta take extra precautions. It's part, and I'm sure you know you don't think every night when you go to bed, you don't think I'm Jennifer Lawrence and I'm a celebrity, of course, because you try to live a normal life. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you do have to be extra careful. Even from this podcast, we've had to be extra careful about things, and that's like a minute level of I internet know. fame. Jeff, my one of my good friends, Jeff, texted me the other night and goes, "Oh, my my friend listened to someone. I don't know who it was. Who yeah. we knew. We both." and said you talked about me on the podcast and said I only like hot chicks and I don't care about personality and I was like did you listen to the pot can you yeah. listen to the podcast like I honestly didn't he he likes beautiful women and that's one of his priorities and that's not a crime no you're but, good looking you're lots like good looking people it's oh fun. totally it's totally fine. but he cares about personality but then I felt bad I was like ah oh, fuck and I was like ah oh, one little thing and I was like celebrities and they also, can't get away with shit yeah because you know we're here for you know an hour an hour and a half every week just literally spewing we don't we don't edit this really unless we say someone's like name that we're not supposed to say yeah. we, don't, we don't edit this that's a rule that we if have if anything we edit we edit for the person's protect like we don't want to shit on anybody yeah we never edit for our own protection <laughs> so it's like of course I've said things that I'm like yeah you know I've never really like you know if I said it I said it and that's the yeah. end of it and we're gonna and we're gonna fucking own it like I don't know what, I don't know what well, to say another thing about the media the media is, can be a fucking dumb cunt oh of course sometimes. the media sucks but one of the things that the media had done with this and the media is one of the one of I think the number one proponent for slut shaming mm-hmm. is the media it's just the number one source and ryan reese it, <laughs> shout out um <laughs> but what they did was like huffington post came out with an article that i ended up posting but then i like i reread it and i was like oh they're basically saying everyone's getting mad at jennifer lawrence and people like that for taking the nude photos but we no one was fucking getting mad no over one that. was mad stop I, making up a problem if anything people were thankful <laughs> No one was no angry. No one was angry. I wasn't angry. No one was mad. But the, the thing is, the media does this, does this thing where it makes up a problem and it goes, guys, guys. Right. We got to stop. Don't get mad at Jennifer. Right. Well, no one's fucking mad. They so needed fuck a new headline. Well, I'm sure some fucking conservative group was like, well, they deserve it for taking the nude photos to begin with. It's not the worst. 
worse that they're getting though. Listen, my thing with new photos is I love taking new photos. It's your body. You want to fucking capture this shit? Well, it's good. But Anthony Weiner did it. And I'll just say that an older woman can't be beautiful naked. Older women are sexy. Um, but you know, you know. The, the, I, mean, I think this prime fucking bounce a quarter off your butt uh, thing it ain't last <laughs> ain't forever. gonna last forever ain't gonna last forever so fucking photograph it like I I, I always admired uh, Samantha on Sex in the City for when she got the professional uh, nude photos because yeah. you know she, she was, said she's like I'm not gonna be this young forever yeah she wasn't my favorite it. character but I was really like I like that you did that yeah yeah well yeah. the one photo that I have it's, it's like the it's like bottom boob it's like from the bottom of my tits until like my my knees or whatever mm-hmm. and my abs right holy shit they don't look like that now they looked so good so don't like, I'm glad I took be it. ashamed to kind of like be into yourself and i think oh, people be into yourself you I, should be into i yourself. think yeah i mean listen like at least three times a week i look in my new vanity mirror uh i do a little kim kardashian butt pose towards the mirror and i go damn corinne you got a fatty <laughs> uh, hey girl hey uh hello can <laughs> i get your number <laughs> can i get your number you are looking mighty fine <laughs> <laughs> but people should be and i get i get weirded out when people take selfies I, and i like the selfies <laughs> take a lot of selfies because i'm sorry my, my face looks good i need to remember it <laughs> And also because I I'm, 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 I think it's because I feel like an asshole Well I'm more. more into makeup than you Like I love ma- a lot of makeup I like heavy makeup And for me every every makeup is an art project So it's like would yeah. you paint a painting And then throw it in the garbage? No that's you need good, to capture it. That's a good that's way to put it. That's how I think of it because I actually I put a lot of work into my makeup sometimes, and when I put together like a look, because I get like yeah. I'll get like inspired for night. I'm like, and I'll see, and I like I do a lot of like watching. A Drew Barrymore, like yeah, shadowy eyes from celebrities and from people on the subway. That's the only thing I really liked about living in Williamsburg was that it was such a fashion runway, yeah. and I always get inspired from little pieces. That's a wonderful thing about living in New York, and I like and I like oh, dream up so outfits beautiful. And, and you know, good at makeup. Yeah, and we're like performers, and like that's a part of who I am, and like who I'm presenting to the world yeah um so it's not like you know and the thing is like also it's a instagram is just one big look at me anyway so why not look at my fucking face you know that's how i feel totally totally i like other people's selfies too if you're good looking take some selfies i like i i do too i don't know why i just i think i can't get uh past i every time i try to take one i just make a funny face because i feel like an asshole i always look at my i wish i I wish that would go away in my head i wish i could get rid of that forever and be more self-involved right in myself I, I wish. What's what you have? A, you have a certain level of uncomfortableness with being sexy, and you. I mean, yeah. it's just you know, that's just you. It's so weird. It's not nothing wrong. It's just you. Yeah, I know. I just I want it to go away. I kinda it is what it, it is. I'm like overly sexual. Yeah, but I want to be. It's fun to be overly sexual. I, I can't stop myself. It's fun. I love it. I and the times it's that not, I am, it's just me. I enjoy it. I feel like a woman. I feel like I yeah. feel powerful. I, I feel, feel powerful. like I'm using this power that I was born with and using it for good i don't know Sometimes. i'm using it for fun good evil whatever it is um mm. but it's awesome um so we're gonna read some fan emails uh again guys if you want to uh email us it's sorry about last night show at gmail.com mm-hmm. um and you know and like we say we say this all the time but we really do read everything and we've we been, read every email we've been getting so many emails lately and that's they're awesome. so fantastic and we like really like it, it we love reading these emails and so if we don't answer it on the podcast or if we don't get back to you like i answered an email like from like, like several months ago like <laughs> last past weekend just because like i knew like i always remember it and i think about it and hopefully like we're sending some good vibes your way um but please we are reading them and keep sending yeah, them we email love us. them um do you want to start with your sure um th- this email i just it made my day it made me really happy um I, it's from a gentleman uh i am working my way through your podcast about half through and uh i love the show my wife and i are 62 years old been married for 39 years and she is hot 
capitalized. She is not as interested in sex as I remain, like every day. But she tolerates me every day, knowing how important it is to me and how emotion and how I emotionally and physically relate to her. Here's the rub. I tried to get her to listen to the podcast last week and she couldn't get into it. Instead, saying this was another instance of me being sex obsessed, which may not be far from the truth. It doesn't help that she is in super physical, uh, super physical shape, running and walking upwards of 40,000 steps a day in Princey's Fitbit. I guess that's an app. Uh, and she has a smoking bod. On my way home today, Fitbit she, is the, uh, I think that's the thing you wear around your um, oh, wrist and it tracks your steps, steps just so oh, you know. Okay, <laughs> okay cool. Uh, on, on the way home today, she made me really laugh when I brought up the podcast one more time and she said that she should start one called The Guy I Fuck Too Much or something like that. I should say that I'm really in great shape as well, so it's not me being unattractive. She just has lost interest saying it's too much of a, uh, too much of a good thing. But I thought you guys would get a kick out of her takeoff of the podcast name. And I don't know, I just, that email made me really happy and also kind of reminded me too of like differing sex drives. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not 62 yet, but I hopefully will be one day. I hope so. 62 isn't that old. Uh, But but when he's like, I I would have sex every day. I'm like, awesome. That's Mm -hmm. so cool. I just, I was, I was excited to. No, I I love that. It's always exciting when someone who's like, you know, I can't, I I, I don't know. It's not every day that I sit down and talk to a 62 year old. So it's kind of cool that uh, a 62 year old is listening. Uh, That makes me so happy. To the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I just respect people older than me so much and I don't know I, that you do email you love my old people <laughs> I do um, alright so the second uh, email so thanks for listening they, thank you for writing that's really I, cool that and email I, made my day I know, and I liked I like that you like and I love your, your wife, wife. Is, yeah. yeah and like my wife is hot like that's just that just makes me happy yeah. 39 years of marriage your wife's smoking hot you're still into her and you still want a banger yeah that makes me um, hopeful for the future <laughs> indeed <laughs> all right so uh this next email is entitled feminism and beyonce uh beyonce. I, listen please this is no surprise i knew there would be backlash when i talked about there's one email there wasn't that much backlash. no i know uh and it's fine okay so i'm sure there was backlash in people's heads though. um no it's fine we can tell uh, i didn't i still like beyonce and I still hold some people are like don't say anything negative about Beyonce yeah. I'm not one of those Beyonce yeah. uh, well that's why I wanted to discuss it with you you are the, uh, the yeah you're the known lover of Beyonce oh, so hey my her. name is Natalie I love your show so much and I think what you guys are doing is amazing thanks uh, I'm someone who has been very insecure especially when it comes to sex because of the pedestal sex is put on by society and I love how you guys are normalizing it thanks again uh, anyway I'm writing about the Beyonce topic last week I feel like it's hurtful uh, harmful to put down or deny women who claim they are feminist. I see this happening a lot with Beyonce and it frustrates me because she is taking a step in the direction of normalizing the word and topic. Feminist is such a negative word in the eyes of people who are uneducated and I receive a negative reaction when I tell most people that is what I believe in. People always say she doesn't fit the feminist guideline. I don't believe in feminism as this thing that has guidelines or rules to abide by. There is no guideline feminist. Even if she is just doing it because that's what people are saying she should do, which I really don't think that's the case because of how negatively people view this topic, uh, she is still putting that word and topic out there. She is taking it back from the fucking idiots who think it's about killing all men and not shaving. <laughs> killing. That was the second wave. Uh, she is normalizing a taboo subject, uh, and I think that in itself is fucking incredible. Okay. I think 
Mm, okay, I agree with you on some points and I disagree with you on some other points. I think, yes, it's very important to get it out there and to make, make people know that feminist is not a dirty word. That's something very important to me. That's why I always kind of call myself a modern feminist because it just is like, as another word. Um, it's and, just a quality of the sexes. And says, oh, yes. Yeah. And, 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 and a man can be a feminist. A woman can be a feminist. Anyone can be a feminist. It's just basically saying, hey, we should all be treated equal, which we should all fucking know anyway. And there needs to be like a fucking word for it, which is ridiculous. Um, I I do, however, disagree with you that I don't think it's just okay to like write the word feminist on like a fucking billboard and then stand in front of it. I don't think that Beyonce is or is not a feminist. I'm not sure. Um, I do still hold the same things true that I'm worried about her relationship with Jay-Z. I don't think it's super healthy. Uh, this is from I know. I don't fucking know Beyonce, but this is just what I know from me as an outsider looking in. And I feel that way about anyone. If you are if you are in a relationship that is not equal in the power structure, I think there's something wrong with that. I don't think there is something wrong with wanting to love and care for a man or make him meals but I also 100% think that he should be making meals for you sometimes he should be taking care of but you he sometimes does. and if he's not I, I don't I'm not saying that he doesn't but I'm just right. saying in any relationship mm. mm-hmm. and also I the, the respect it has to be mutual respect I think Beyonce um, likes Jay-Z more than he likes her I'm sorry I just I think that's my personal view I really think that well, everyone has their own I think he fucks other people and I don't think she does Um, these are my thoughts and then so I have wondered about is, that, honestly. So if this is true, it, it's all this is like, this is how I feel if this and this is true. And I don't know anything about celebrities. And all the information we are fed about celebrities is very Half questionable. It. It's all, most of it's, it's bullshit. It's very questionable. And I don't live their lives, but this is part of what it's like to be a celebrity. We discuss it, etc. cetera. Uh, I do very much disagree with the fact that it's okay to just put the word feminist out whether or not you're doing anything towards it. I think it's actually harmful to call yourself a feminist and then do things that are just completely obviously not feminism there are no feminist guidelines what, what does beyonce do that's very obviously not feminism no 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 i'm talking about this email i'm not talking oh, about I beyonce see. anymore okay, got it, got but it. yeah so i think that uh i think that you know if you're just calling yourself a feminist for the sake of doing it and like buying a shirt from forever 21 that says feminism and then like sitting by a phone waiting for a guy to call you and think and then being like i'm not good enough because he doesn't like me then no you're not it's not that's not okay and it that it, it makes the word lose the power if everyone's just fucking shouting it, it's going to become the next YOLO if we're treating like that. It should be treated carefully and properly, just like any word in the English language should be used properly. Uh, it, like, it, like the word literally. I mean, it's a completely different thing, but it's just like we just kept using it and now it's a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. So we also don't want it to become a joke. But in the, me- in the meantime, the words don't matter. Just fucking be a strong person and realize that you're just as important as anyone in the fucking room, whether they have a dick or vagina or whatever they have and that's the most important thing that you could know in this world and the most powerful tool that you ever have as a human being and once you realize that your life will be so much easier if i had a slow clap sound effect on my iPhone, <laughs> <laughs> i would use that no because it, it, it bothered me i don't want people to think I'm, I'm not it wasn't i'm gonna bash beyonce because i think it's gonna be a cool thing to do you know it's it was a real concern that i had and i saw people i really respected on facebook you know putting up that uh picture of her standing in front of the feminists and i was so excited i and i just want to see i think it's a good message especially for really young girls i think that's a great message to put out um but as but do far you think, as so do you think her doing it was good i think I think it was it was good the sentiment of the performance and I don't you know I don't think you know dress sexy do whatever I'm totally pro that I just and worry she dress sexy she did I just worry that maybe this is the worry I just worry that maybe sometimes Beyonce doesn't take her own advice 
so mm. she doesn't practice what she preaches. Most people don't take their own advice. Exactly. And that's my concern. I'm actually more concerned for Beyonce personally. That's the concern. <laughs> that just sounds funny. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, I'm serious. Because I just Beyonce. don't. I, I, alarms just go off. Alarms go off. And there's nothing to the stop thing, that. But the, the thing with the celebrity thing is no one knows. No one does know. She can put out whatever she wants to make people right. think whatever she wants them to think. So That's why celebrity, it's just yeah. such a fucking clusterfuck. And this, right. our, I think our country, out of every country on this planet is celebrity obsessed. That's mm. part of our culture. That's part of the American dream. Oh, yeah. And she does have control, which it worries me even more that if right. she does have control, why would she let that go out in the documentary? It's either she does... It, it's almost like she didn't notice how she came off. And I've talked to several people about this. And I also talked to my friend Blair about it because I knew Blair listens to the podcast and would have feelings on this. And she you know, said that she hates it. One of her pet peeves is when uh, people try to de- define what feminism means to other people. Oh, yeah. And I agree. It, I'm not, and I so agree. I think it was not, I'm trying to define, you know, if, I don't doubt that Beyonce considers herself a feminist and she's certainly done a lot for young women. She's a powerful figure, but it's just that, and it's not, it's beyond feminism. It's just like, I fucking point blank worry about her, her relationship with Jay-Z, point blank. I don't think I don't know. Do you th- because you think that she likes him and she's all him 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 and he's like whatever. I think that she is someone who just, it, her whole life has gone with having a very strong male presence from somebody and went from her went from it being her dad for it to being her husband. Is that bad? And I think she's yes, and I think she's better than that. Mm. Everyone, no one should at any time be always controlled by some somebody. Well, no should, well, yeah, but being controlled and having a strong male presence two different things. A strong a, a pre, it's a it's a borderline godlike presence in your life. Like uh, like it's it's more than should be. You should always be you should always be the last word in everything you do hmm. and I very much believe in that mm-hmm. and you okay. guys can email me about it and we can discuss it further <laughs> I'm serious um, very important to I, me. I, it's hard for me to really get into deep discussions about celebrities personal relationships because everything they put out there is oh, probably bullshit yeah so I, I don't know I can make all of these like assumptions this is based on, on what we know up. it's based on what we and the also, information we know right and people take what they want they hear what they want to hear I'm really excited to bring on our guest um uh he's a really cool person you know him i know him he's really awesome and cool i haven't talked to him in a really long time and i wish we were still friends and i'm gonna ask him to meet my friend again and uh, his dad sang the song you're about to hear We just said hello. We were up and talking. I know. We're we have, like it's, it's we a new have, thing. This is have, all, guys, this is all a fraud. The entire <laughs> podcast is a fraud. We know each We live together. We all live together in, in triple bunk beds. Yeah, <laughs> triple bunk. The three of us. <laughs> how uncomfortable would that be? Or how great would that be? Yeah, triple that was bunk. what I was going to say. You had bunk, bunk, bunk beds. Bed? Shane, you had bunk beds. Oh, yeah. You had a bunked bed with a desk on it? I had a lofted bed for quite a while. That was that was difficult. We that slept section. together in that. Were yeah, you poor? We in that bed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I like inherited you, that bed from like the former oh, gay guy that lived no, there. No, you personally were poor because I was like making a joke. I was like, your family isn't poor, oh. but you yourself. Oh, I like that. They they like give you like the 
tuck yourself oh, up no, by yeah. the bootstraps. And I, but I also had a bunk bed and a lofted bed as a kid, which was weird. It felt, right. It well, felt bizarrely fun. natural. Yeah, as that's a kid, why you're not it's an like, asshole. It's like, oh, I have a fort under my bed. And then you're an adult and you're like, yeah, my ass is hitting the ceiling when I try to bed. <laughs> it doesn't even work. So Shit, you're the least assholiest guy I've ever met. Thank you. That means a lot. You really are. I, I, and I wish we were closer friends. Like, I love you. We, we Is that so, weird? No, I love you too. We're, we love <laughs> very well. That yeah, was amazing. Cool. That was like, do you want some more meatloaf? Like, yeah, I have some more meatloaf. No, that was that. We get along very well. It's true. We always have. Yeah, we close it. Talk close. And there's been yeah, your friendship yeah. is a second serving of meatloaf. It's great. <laughs> That's, I'm moved by this friendship right now. Yeah, Corinne, you know, we we like each other. We, we like. I we mean, get well, along just fine. you know, we're friends, but we're friends through Christina and yeah. comedy. So it's true. So we don't have quite that same connection. Yeah. No. So what's the, what's the deal? How does this work? Do we just start? We just talk like just just shit talk the whole time. Are you like are you like waiting for us to like drop bombs on you? Because we can well, start doing that. We were he trying to ease bomb into on me it. that I forgot. Yeah. That when, apparently I thought he raped me, drugged me, and raped me or something. What? No. Yeah. What? The, can you explain what the fuck happened? Because I don't. I, you remind <laughs> me of it. And I was like, oh yeah. Well, because the thing is, is like I thought you were the way you approached me about it. I got all excited. I thought you were like trying to bang me. So <laughs> so wait wait wait. When Christina asked you, this was so before cool. we like Christina, dated for a few weeks. Yeah. Or whatever, right. Like, okay. I, I knew you threw. Yeah. And then like we met, and then one day you were like, hey Shane, and we had like one time. Okay, so. We're going full disclosure. There's Let's one time I went to a New Year's party at your place. Yes. And My you apartment. were pretty wasted. Yes, at your apartment. Yes. And there was some gay guy who he was like, okay, we're going to kiss at midnight. You're like, yeah, we're going to kiss. And I was like, oh, what? I would like a kiss <laughs> at midnight. And you were like, meh. And then so... <laughs> So then, like, midnight came, and then, like, I mean, there was nobody else I really knew. I right. was like, it was like a bunch of your friends. Right. So then, after midnight, you kind of like saw I was just like watching you and that gay guy kiss. And then you came over and like came to kiss me. And then, as it happened, you were just like passed out against the wall and just like, ah, the New Year's. <laughs> so I was, I've like, never seen Christina this drunk in my entire I, life. I, in college, I would get drunk, but after that, like, my stomach won't allow me to get drunk anymore because it just oh, hurts too much. This is so mm. upsetting. All, you'll see me get drunk at some it's point. It's a real fucking bummer. Uh, but that was real. That was like one of the last memories of drunk Christina. Yeah. Like really drunk. You I were go, very drunk. Yeah. And it was like a realization where I was like, I'm not nearly this drunk. Like I can't push this. Right. So I ended up putting you into bed and like just being like, okay, you know, right. fuck it, don't worry about the party. Just just sleep. Oh, yeah. And oh, I walked out of your room. Too drunk. Yeah. But I was like, oh, you know what? I did nice guy Shane. Yeah. I, nicest nice, guy. Nicest huh? guy ever. I feel like you do yeah, nice guy Shane a lot. I, you are I'm nice guy Shane. Nice yeah, but where has it brought you, Shane? Come on. I'm doing Are fine. You ha- you're Puppet doing fine? motherfucking Shakespeare. Boom. Crap. Okay, that hasn't been. haven't heard I'm of talking it. about <laughs> penises and vaginas. I'm not talking oh, about fucking You penis. get laid all the time. It if works. I get laid plenty. Yeah, because you're a good guy. Yeah, the guy, girls like guy, nice guys. When you ask, we get older, for sure. Yeah. So, point being is, I was like, thought that was you like the sweet. first step to get like, yeah, you know, Christine and me, we'll hang really out. Nice It'll thing, be nice. Yeah. Um, and then like one day at school, you're like, hey, Shane, could I have your number? And I was like, yeah, sure. What's oh, up? You're like, yeah. I just need to talk to you about something. It's like not a big deal, but just like, I just want to like talk to you sometime. And I was like, okay, yeah. So I gave you my number and I think I got your number because at some point I was like, I like texted you. It was just like, hey, you want to yeah. talk about something? Oh, right, 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 Thinking right. it was like a booty call. And I was like, <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, like what's up? 
And uh, you were like, hey, one of my friends said you might have, like, raped me or something. What? Did you? Did what I say the that fuck? word rape? I, I don't now, know. Now, here, but, I will say. I don't remember exactly, but it was, like, heavily implied. Because I remember well, being like, whoa. Here, I will say something. I like this girl that, that we talked this. about. I'm going to talk negatively about a person, which I don't enjoy doing, but it's, it is what it is. The, the girl that you mentioned uh, yeah. that we knew each other from, uh, she was, I Apparently, I don't know if anybody you guys have had a friend where you're just under their spell and they like tell you things and they convince you that certain things are true. And and like my one friend, Melissa from high school, who I've known forever, who accidentally punched you in the face once when we were all high. Yeah, um, right in the that teeth. That was awesome. Um, but anyway, she, would, she was the first person to bring up like, this girl is like crazy manipulative and kind of evil and I don't think you should hang out with her. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's my best friend. And I thought Melissa was jealous or whatever. So that was the girl who told me that. Yeah. I would never have thought that on my own had she not planted that seed in me because she's like this evil manipulative person she's like a character from like fucking like uh, uh sweet valley high or yeah something. well i stopped talking to her i stopped talking to her years ago and i didn't even tell her why there was a huge reason why but makes, i don't whatever. makes me sad that she would think i would do that i know her well yeah i know her pretty well too. yeah and 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 but i i anything she said i believed i like sucked her dick like i was just like Whoa. not really she shouldn't have a dick but I was so, I'd never had a friendship like that in my life before. And I was kind of like, I wasn't weirded out by it, but everyone else kind of saw that she just bosses you around and makes, she would say, oh, why were you grinding with our friend's boyfriend the other night? And I wasn't, but she would make me feel bad and think that I was. And I'm so nice. Like, I just, I don't yeah, know. she was. I can see. So what, that, I can see that, that in that's there. why that happened. I I get it, and and well, I mean, the, the, the end of awful. the story is I didn't. There's right. no like punchline. No, never. But sorry. I want to say just I slept with her, and this is gonna seem a little weird, oh, but all cards on I the think, table. Yeah, yeah. I, I I hooked up with her, and the way I kind of I kind of sometimes I know was when I can at, hook up with a girl. This is well, well, while we were in college, right? Yeah. Well, at okay. least she's hot. Yeah, she was hot. I was, <laughs> I was happy with it. But um, right. <laughs> I knew I could do it because when I went to her place once, she had uh, like uh, Hanson and Jonas Brothers po- pictures up. Yeah, and whenever a girl Hanson. has those kind of guys, I'm like, I am in. Yeah. Oh, I am like a so scrawny true. white guy with like semi-long yeah. dark hair. Totally. How perceptive. It's true, You're though. very perceptive. Oh, my God. That's like how anytime I go for an interview to a man's office and they have baseball card memorabilia up, I'm like, I'm in because my dad owns a baseball card store. That's exactly <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, because you like get it. It's a very it. specific niche. I've I don't I've never met someone else whose father owns a baseball card store. Yeah, I don't know anyone it's like pretty that. Pretty specific. If yeah. I liked baseball, I'd be impressed. But, <laughs> <laughs> but fuck baseball. Oh well. Yeah. But how I'm so I'm so sorry that I It's okay. That's so shitty. It, I like, mean it was would, fine. Yeah, I guess. But Were it was like, what the fuck? It was a, a complete 180. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, I think I was like oh. bragging to people. Imagine yeah. you yeah. think you're getting puss and then you get accused of rape. That's horrible. Yeah. But well, you so believed sorry. me, luckily. I was oh, like, totally. oh, that didn't happen. I just put you in bed and walked out of the room. Yeah. Like, okay, good. I thought. So. I also like that your approach to questioning rape is text. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a text. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Can <laughs> you imagine? Oh, wait, wait, you're at dinner. Wait, I just got a text. Did you rape uh, me? Did you rape me? <laughs> I- do you think I could find him? Do you think I could find the actual? And like, oh, if you can, oh while we're talking, we if you can search for it. Uh, and rape isn't funny, guys. But this no, story not. is funny as but fuck. But that's funny. <laughs> you know what's gonna be really sad? I'm gonna be going through like our history, Christina, oh, through all of our texts. 
You're going. So you have our whole text message history maybe. on your phone. How like, old maybe. is that phone? It's not that old, but it, it carries over all the data since uh, I've had from iPhones. other phones. Yeah, that's baby. awesome. I wish I had right my text now. I'm in. I'm in 2011, May 27th. Wow. What did I say? What did I say? Nope. I'm here this weekend, hoping the city will be deserted so I can sunbathe in the park. That's what in I said. Peace. Smiley face. What about you? Uh, oh, that's from 2011. Hey, I'm free today. You want to write? Uh, I guess we were writing something. There was a time. Oh, we, we, were, were, we had like ideas. Yeah, we had ideas. <laughs> we were we were ambitious for all of a few months, and then of course we start trying to see each other, and then that just ruins <laughs> and then everything. Ruined it. All right, so <laughs> let's get into that. Anyway. So you guys, uh, you didn't. So the after the rape was. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> the alleged the non-rape. Yes, the non-rape. So after is, she uh, accused you of raping, you said this girl's the one for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were smitten. It's weird that it totally, it didn't totally kill my boner. That's right. the, that's the moral I, that's of that story. That's crazy. The boner yeah. was that raging. No, was it? Wait, wait, wait. So was it just? How did this start? Was it just? Uh, a boner or was this actually like you liked her personality? I don't mean a literal boner, but was it sexually based or was it? I mean, I don't even know. I don't even remember the first time we met. I remember we bonded oh, at that girl's party. Had a big impact on you. <laughs> was it? Yes, It yes, was that girl's party. And we got along very well. And we, and we just kind of hit it off and I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. Like, he's so cool. Yeah, we've always gotten along and I think we, we would just start, we were like hanging out arbitrarily and then I think when you started doing stand-up, like you knew I did stand-up, yeah. so then you like, we're like, hey, we should hang out and maybe mm-hmm. we did some, I don't even know. We made out a bunch of times. We did that comedy Several show times. together, the three of us and Sam Rogal. Oh, in a bar, in the back of a bar. Yeah, I was yeah. at, right? So wait, was that, but that wasn't really well, we, that long ago. I mean, oh, Frank, years ago. Frank was at that, I remember. Yeah. Frank and my mom were both at that. Oh, yes. wait, and that was post us seeing us, because I remember right? it was the big black dildo story. Oh, that, so like, Steven, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so I don't, I forget what sparked us, like, hanging out a lot, but we started to, and then I remember I went to your parents' house. Oh, yeah, that was weird. And no, it was fun. Oh, my I God, I found family. it. I found the text. Oh, what did I say? Oh, God. All right. Hey, so what's this question you wanted to ask me? Question mark. I'm quite curious. You. Hey, tried calling you the other day, but it went straight to oh, email. Okay, I tried calling. Ashley's friend said she saw us having sex on New Year's. I was drunk, but that's false, right? Oh, okay. I said, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely false. I put you in your bed, and one of your friends was like, I'll leave you two alone. But she was mistaken on the situation. Uh, okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay, so number one. I was very drunk, though. Like It wasn't someone... accused of rape. You, you didn't accuse him of yes, raping yeah, you. Was... you just, it was just black. Uh, you accused, you uh, were asking a bla- about blackout Did sex, we which we've all had to do many a time. We've <laughs> <laughs> um, done on the show. I mean, right? <laughs> uh, and, then, and then also, I, I know you think this girl is evil, and I want to play devil's advocate. Because uh, I, yeah. I know her, too. Yeah. Um, and I've had a more positive experience with her. Yeah. But obviously, you She's know, I know a lot of information. She's not an evil person. She just fucks so, my life a little bit. But uh, but so she, she also didn't, it wasn't like a crazy manipulative mood. I think she honestly right. probably did think you guys had sex. Yeah. But I mean, that's the problem with friends getting, I hate when friends, that's why I have this dream of having a boyfriend and no one will ever know about it. Because right. Because it just, it's just a bunch of it, mess well, when everyone gets involved. But that friendship too, she very, <clears throat> she, like I said earlier, she's like, why did you, why were you looking at our friend's boyfriend like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the, was I doing? Oh my God, am I a whore? Like, she put thoughts in my head that weren't ever there. It was I mean, awful. there's, uh, everyone knows a manipulative person, and yeah. that is one of the worst qualities. Yeah, it's yeah. It's one it, of the worst. And it sneaks up on you. But anyway, enough yes. about that. We went to your parents' house. Yes, I do remember that. For your niece's birthday, right? Yes. 
And that was, your family's amazing. It was great. It was super adorable. I met your sister, your brothers. Yeah, I think you met everybody. I there met was everybody. Like a, there was I like met a big like thing. your whole family. We literally went and like played in the front lawn and just like rolled around in the grass <laughs> yeah, with these with little your kids. Oh, and then so she had like a little friend that was also un- like exceptionally adorable. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ashley was her name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, it was, it was an adorable little day. And yeah. I, I think I have some like picture where there was somebody on the train who was like reading a book about like tantric sex. Oh. And I, it something. was me in the background. Yeah, it was like, like you, like or like yeah. And she okay. was like seventy years old. So yeah. now, so now, so Christina, you go to Shane's house and you meet his family. Yeah, that sounds very datish. What was your like? What were you thinking? It was. When I was you intimate. Did that? Yeah, we were. We like, were like. Ugh. Yeah, we were kind of seeing each other, dating. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Right. But we didn't do it. We never did it. You were, it was very weird because that was the weird thing. It's like we were dating and we got along very well. Yeah. And there was sexual tension. Mm-hmm. But then we would kiss and you would literally laugh at me. <laughs> you would literally what? giggle. You don't remember that? You would go I, like, I just got, every time we would try to get physical, I got nervous and I would laugh. Because yeah. the thing is, I wanted, I wanted to be madly in love with you. I loved you as a person. Yeah. And I was like, I want this guy to be my guy. But it, it just... There was a, I don't know. No, it I just, mean, there clearly wasn't... there was. Sometimes it yeah. just doesn't work. Right. And I get it, but it was, it would, it like drove my penis mad. Ugh, it yeah. drove me crazy. It, it gave me like, I, now I just have like totally. blue balls through association. Right. See, this right. is so it's funny like, because I thought you were going to come on here and be like, I'm so in love with you. And, and now you just, a lot of talk of your penis being no, well, cause, well, cause in cause different I, positions. No, it's, we, we slept together. It's we interesting. Bed. It's interesting where where it was coming from. It's because, odd I mean, you that we do have, have this nice guy persona. So it's not like it's not. I mean, it's, and sometimes you, I th- do think of less of nice guys as less sexual people, and they're usually not. It's just like a, a misconception that I have. Mm. I'm minorly less sexual in the sense that it doesn't bug me as much. If like, I mean, like that, that did, you know, that's what it is. It, like, it didn't even bug me. I was like, oh, mm. it'll happen eventually, right? And like, a, another guy, like another type of guy, would be like, oh, fuck you, bitch, and like kind of leave. Like the more extreme, like the extreme opposite end yeah. of the spectrum like, guy i almost romanticize the non-sexual thing but then like it's it more just like drives me a little crazy i think it's, yeah it's a weird it's a convolution it's a convolution of feelings but yeah it was like it was weird because we i wanted it to work too and i was definitely in a bad place but in i my was life. the hold up i think because i'm like what wait hold on i can't and I you were like so, i like, felt bad like i was and i didn't feel like i was leading you on but i was worried i remember there was one time we were in my room crying or i was crying oh yeah remember and i was like i just want to love i want to be in love with you but i don't know it's just not there yeah so on a scale weird. of one to ten how 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 much did you like christina scale from one to ten yeah ten being the most Oh man, that's a, that's a weird one. Maybe I would go if probably somewhere around a seven point five eight. Okay. I mean, like we get along very well. Yeah. The well, no. only issue was we just there was like some little gap. Well, because the reason I'm asking is because so this is all coming to play. I I know I mean I know you guys both, but I've never really talked about this with either. And I feel like uh, Christina, like the way the way I hear it from Christina was that you, that it was like you really like really were in love. But now hearing you talk, oh, he wasn't in love. No. But it just seemed like you really liked her. I'm a romantic and I tend to like get in way over my head way too quick. Uh Uh-huh. And especially like it was something, you know, there was there was this weird thing because we we get along very well. So it was like it felt like it could go well and I hadn't had like a girlfriend in Mm -hmm. a while. So I was like excited about the idea. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there wasn't a point where I was ever like, I'm in love with this girl. Right. I just kept thinking that it was gonna work if I would do the right things. Right. 
And then, like, we get this, yeah. it's like, well, I'll take her to meet my parents. Like, that'll do it. And then yeah. after we have a w- romantic day out playing with children, her hormones will <laughs> Which go <was> crazy. romantic. <laughs> now, was what was your, was your thoughts on meeting your parents just because your parents, are, that's like an intimate thing or because of who your parents are? No, no. I mean, it was oh, more who- that I was like, I kind of, I was going all the way to my parents' place for like a day for right. this birthday party. And it was like, why not bring a date? And it seems like a nice day. And then you yeah. go to this house and there's nice food and there's lots of people mm-hmm. and there's little kids. Like, it seems like just a nice day. Right. And I don't know, like whenever you have that relationship and you have that one day that's just like, oh. The best like, day ever. We had such a great time. Like, I, I like this person. And a day yeah, can totally be a game changer. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember going to the beach with my friend Rocco from high school and I was just like, I like like I would could see this. Like I want to see this person like a one, lot more. One great day made yeah. made it made a change for in how I viewed him. Yeah, and you know when they it, the, yeah that's a good point. They that make you go like you you have a nice day and you go you know what this person legitimately makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like I think a hope of that it wasn't like a. Like, oh, she meets my parents, and then they'll woo her. They'll woo her into <laughs> no, settling was, down. Yeah, no, I was just confused. Well, I mean, because I mean, it's been much different. Like, a day, that day that you guys just described sounds like, honestly, my worst nightmare. Right, because you don't um, like parents or family. Just It just sounds like a, like a just a nightmare. Are your like, family, I'm at, is your I'm, family rough? I'm at, no, my family is fucking awesome. Yeah, Everyone else's family. family is terrible, because most people are terrible. Um, but I just, and it's just like, you know, and also my family is really like they're just for all their faults or whatever they're just not judgmental I would never feel like I was putting someone uh in a place where they would ever feel judged meeting my family I really don't yeah everyone's gonna be cool with them if I'm cool with them yeah and you know that's so why is that your worst nightmare then just to meet the other person oh because I don't like feeling judged because everyone and also I'm not Uh. a hit I'm not a hit with especially moms I'm a I come off as very sexual Uh, and I, I always have my whole life, and I mean, I am sexual, but it's just like I don't. People could just consense it. The moms see you, and they go, "Oh man, exactly." She sucks and a I'm lot also super like, aggressive, so they think that I'm gonna like take the place of the moms. Meanwhile, I don't want to fucking boss your son around. And if you're the kind of mom who has bossed your son around, I don't want to be involved with your son either. They're, a mama's boy is my worst nightmare. On top of that day that you just described. <laughs> <laughs> Two worst nightmares. But you like meeting friends, families. Babies, food, families. Oh, yeah, I love meeting friends, families, because it's such an insight to who that person is. But then, yeah, like that's my, fine. My mom is the type of mom. My dad is very judge-free, very, like, whatever. Like, if I told him in the podcast, he probably, from a that's-my-baby-girl standpoint, be like, Ugh, but in a in a yeah if hard else for is doing yeah yeah but if if someone else did he go that's hilarious my yeah. mom is very judgy um out of fear of her children's lives and happiness I, it's very odd like I she's like sweet moms are in general the more yeah. judgmental of the two and especially moms with little... sons like moms with sons i know like i see my mom judge my brother's girlfriends ah. harshly yeah well, that's, I think that's very typical because it's so interesting because my mom, I think, is much more aggressive than your mom, just like I'm much more aggressive than you. And obviously, that's where we get it from. But mm-hmm. my my boyfriends and my brother's girlfriend, well, girlfriend, really, uh, really 
bring out this kind of very soft side in my mom where she's just like buying the us gifts and like she like <laughs> bought my ex-boyfriend Wilco tickets which is a whole problem which I'll um dis- discuss whenever he's on maybe never and uh <laughs> and she's like well you know send uh my brother's girlfriend's name is Laura she'll just, like send Laura like cups and stuff for the house and like they'll oh. hang like it's just a few it's just this very it's almost to the point where I'm like I don't you're, you're treating right, my boyfriend nicer than me what are you doing buy me things stop this person's gonna be gone in a year maybe two I mean we all know this you know what's <laughs> weird is like now that I think about it because I have, I have two brothers and we're the three brothers are the oldest my my sister's the youngest mm-hmm. and she now has like her first boyfriend who's they've been dating for fucking years now uh-huh. but like uh, the all the girlfriends we were bringing to that house were pretty like welcomed just like welcomed kind of openly my mom every girl I date says is the prettiest girl I've ever dated <laughs> and I've only recently Your realized so enthusiastic well, that's nice and, like, and positive, positive. Yeah, that's yeah. nice but I think it's bullshit now because after like the fifth time I'm like you know what this this girl's damn pretty but like I, she says it every time right. well because she never knows which one is gonna be the one so she just <laughs> wants to make sure she set it up so that it's all is good is she very like yeah. I want my baby to get married and have a children she and- she get the girl I'm dating now like the first time I told her we were dating she said you have my permission to marry her <laughs> first time like she knew we were dating all of a minute met her once and was like you can marry her that's so what like, is she going is, off of is your mom <laughs> maybe she just wants me to get married how Jesus. old are you i'm 26 oh okay. you're a little young yeah i don't know but, but the thing i was gonna say is so my sister started dating a, her boyfriend and she's the youngest so of course we're all total assholes to this guy for about oh, six oh, that seven guy. months but why where oh, yeah. does that mentality come from i don't understand Protect- it protectiveness it, it's protectiveness and in my mind if you will put up with the dickishness oh, of the God. men in that family then that means you do really like her oh. and if you stick around through all that dickishness then you're okay now i love the guy this guy he's the he's the bee's knees i get along with him <laughs> i love Peachy that phrase <laughs> oh yeah but isn't the- there also a certain level of self-respect that you have to have for yourself i could love the shadow one if i went and their family tore me a new one and my boyfriend didn't stick up for me i'd be gone in a second i can't put up with that bullshit well my, my parents my brother and my father both test my boyfriend's they well, do see, test that's it. it. It's the, I think the man has to st- is supposed to stand up for himself. So if he can't do right. it, like stand up for himself, if the girlfriend starts standing up for him, then it's like, well, great. Now you're the pussy whenever you're right, around. Say, pussy. Like you're the person that needs protection around us. Like, uh-huh. ah. Okay. It's a manly. This is weird. It's a man thing. It's right? Weird to think about it. Yeah, because it's it's very instinctual to just be like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Well, my dad for when I dated Darren, who I had on the podcast, he was like my high school college boyfriend. We dated for like three years or two and a half, or whatever. My dad would call him Dagwood to his face and be like, "Hey, Dagwood," and kind of be like a dick to him, like Don't as in be- the comic book character Dagwood. No, just. <laughs> He just made it up. That's just in his head. Well, I mean, he didn't make it. I don't know. Well, he, <laughs> he didn't get it from anywhere. He just thought of it. But what did it mean? Was, I don't know. Yeah. His name was Darren. So he's like, "What's his name? Dagwood or something?" And then he just started calling him Dagwood. Oh it's God. weird because it's not quite an insult. It's more. He just wanted to like, give him a hard time. I'm not even gonna call you by your name, Dick. Yeah, yeah kind of. And my dad, it, my dad is a loving teddy bear. But when you first meet him as a as a guy I'm dating, you're kind of scared of. Like he's a scary dude. Yeah. Your dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. He military guy. Yeah. He can be kind. Of scary dads can turn on the intimidation he looks, he looks like the gordon's fisherman but with an ex an ex navy chief <laughs> that's true <Yeah>. so <laughs> it's so interesting though how in in relate in romantic relationships when we 
love someone, our our kind of mentality is to like give the person they love shit. Whereas like if Christina, you came in like we're like, oh, this is my friend, and you introduced me to just a friend, you would expect me to be nice to them, not right. to be an asshole. Be like, oh, are you good enough to be friends with Christina? You know, like yeah. it's so weird because people we- get their heart broken by uh, significant others and not by friends. <laughs> I've gotten my heart broken by friends more than boyfriends, probably. I, I'm I mean, not in the same way, but... Right. I think... Friends continuously let me down. I mean, a lot of... <laughs> I've had my heart broken over a friend once, That's but it's like, yeah, podcast. fuck you, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, uh, whatever. I don't know. The, boy, the the one boyfriend who was my best friend, though, losing him hurt the most, ultimately. I mean, like, it wasn't as... It wasn't that sharp uh, lo- loss of love pain. Right. Th- but the, that, that pain is um, isolated and so painful whereas the it, loss it of does. friendship is something that still it bothers is. me to this day i've only really ever lost one friend but right i realized it was because it was she wasn't the good person like i in my eyes wasn't a good person she's coming up a lot today yeah sorry i don't want to okay. no talk. it's okay but it does now let's let's well because it's a common denominator between you, you yeah and it's I. true that's yeah. how we met yeah but uh, it's, it's true. The, the friendship breakups are are a weird, bitter sadness as opposed to that stinging sadness. It's yeah. kind of this like, what happened? But also, it's interesting how when you break up with a romantic relationship, the person kind of just disappears a lot of the times. So oh, it's like, yeah. Well, I was the closest to you that I've never been to another human, and now it's like, I don't know you. Yeah, and it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. But also, the, the a romance can and eventually will most likely unless you're like a dramatic poet will be replaced um and and i hate yeah. and i hate that sense of replacement because everyone's like but it helps it's like oh well you'll never truly get over your ex until you fall in love again which to me is just f- fucking uh eats at me but i think it's true and i think it's true too whereas truth yeah and it fucking sucks and it makes yeah. me so angry totally it I makes s- me want to punch things i swear i was still hung up on my like high school loves up until you know six months ago where i was like what the fuck am i doing right like, well because you had you not country, been I'm... in love since like in that same level of love no yeah exactly that's it yeah it's, it's fucking bullshit why is that because once you, have, you those... have that love that level of love in your life you want it again and again and when it's it goes drug, away yeah. you're like well now yeah. I'm just empty. Well, I want that love again. Where is that love? Especially that high school love. Yeah. Like that when you when Damn you first it. feel it, and you're like, what the Obsessive, fuck? Yeah. I touch their genitals. Yeah. And then we have fun times together. Yeah. Like, what is this? This is crazy great. What's happening inside of me? And then like you go to New York City and you're like, everything's gray and cold. <laughs> <laughs> like, remember the days of warmth and play? Yeah, and I miss just, being a kid. It's so much harder. It's oh, just so much harder. Especially New York City relationships are, are weird. Yeah. This is like the yeah, There's too much to choose from. It's like being at an all-you-can-eat buffet all the fucking time. How can you ever decide what you want for dinner? Because everything looks amazing. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a fucking problem. That's why if you if I lived in the Midwest, I'd be married by now. Because I'd be like, I'd find that guy and I'd be like, we're gonna gotta lock him know, down. I don't know where else I'm gonna find you. Let's it's the go. only one with all those teeth. We gotta get. <laughs> uh, my very open-minded views about the Midwest, everybody. I have a question about uh, how did you learn about sex? And did your parents, what kind of fucking sex talk does D. Snyder have with his children? Yeah, because, oh, we didn't okay. mention this yet. Oh, yeah, we didn't oh. mention uh, it. Shane's dad is D. Snyder of the band Twisted Sister. This is true. Uh, so you come from a... But they're both straight at. Both your parents are straight Rockstar at. family. Yep. No drinking, no smoking, no and drugs. I mean, never did, really. Never. Your, your dad never? 
Um, yeah, he's drank all of like twice in his whole life. He has really? a glass of wine with dinner, but oh, he God. never drank in his, his golden years. Yeah. Uh, and your mom didn't either, right? Nope, never. And they kind of bonded over that. Yeah. They, that's awesome. a definite bond. So yeah, rare. Totally. They apparently like drank once together for like the first time. They're like, let's get drunk. And they Aww. both got very sick. We're both puking. <laughs> oh, and we're like, so never cute. again. That's so oh, cute. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is kind of adorable. And like, they, it's weird. Sometimes they talk about it because then when when they found out I drank, it became like this big thing because my whole set? family was straight edge. Yeah, my mom would like oh, your like, brothers and me. sisters. Yep, I was the first person to like drink in my family. My oh. mom, I was my twenty-one really years, years old either. when they found out. Yeah, I didn't drink till I was twenty. Then I drank. They they I like drank on my twenty-first birthday, and then afterwards I was like, yeah, guys, I drink. They're like, what? Oh, same. Really? My mom legitimately yeah. thinks my brother and I are alcoholics, and she'll like look at my credit card bill and like be like, you spent so much. What were you this cab at four a.m.? What were you drunk? Yes, mom, I was drunk, very drunk. Because if you live the life I lead, you would start drinking too. <laughs> Uh, did I mention I had 15 mice in my apartment? Uh, okay. <laughs> like, what else am I supposed to do but drink, Mom? <laughs> Take me away, Father Whiskey. Wait, it's such, and, well, and also, we live in New York City, people who don't live here don't understand. It's a fucking drinking culture. Everyone's like, you want to meet it for a drink? You want to do it a drink? You want to do it over a drink? You want to talk about it over a drink? You want to have a drink? Let's do a drink. Let's have a drink. Are you drinking something right now? Because life is hard in like, New York It's City. all it is. Yeah. Even in LA, it's a lot less of a drinking culture because of the driving, but it's just like in a city where you're mashed up on top of each other and you're pursuing careers that are super stressful and you don't have to drive seems like a pretty perfect I know what's going in my mouth and most people are <laughs> hey Dicks. making it sexy again Dicks and whiskey I'm fucking it what uh, so, so we were talking about Christina's the sex question. talk oh, yes. the sex talk did they give sex you a sex talk, talk? Yes. Because uh, your parents are really cool. I got a couple of sex talks. I got a sex talk in the second grade. Wow. But I, because I eight? asked. Yeah. Eight. Okay. So, when, well, okay, this is, this is a true story. When I was eight, we went to Disney World, and at Epcot Center, they had, like, a video of... Uh, like that was supposed to teach kids about sex. Wow. And it was, Disney? Yeah. And it, I saw it and it was this cartoon and it started off with like this little girl who was going um, like, hi, this is my grandpa. And like his grandpa was, her grandpa was like a baby like that was just born in a hospital and she's like, but I always wonder where my grandpa came from. <laughs> Turns out he came from the same place I came from, vaginas. Like she didn't say that, but it was implied. I like that. So wow. then it shows a cartoon of like these, it explains you know, like the sperm or in the penis and the, the the eggs are in the woman's cunt. And, you know, <laughs> I'm sure that's Good the old word Disney. they use. No, Cutting it up. You know, Walt, what a cuntlet. <laughs> <laughs> Walt was the biggest cuntlicker in history. Well, I believe he just hated Jews, but oh, other okay. than that, yeah. And hippies. He hated what hippies a cuntlicker. <laughs> so they... Uh, <laughs> Walt Disney, what a cunt licker. Put that on your tombstone. <laughs> Can we make t-shirts, Walt Disney, what a cunt licker? Name this episode, Walt Disney, what a cunt licker. That is a funny Well, it has to be a question, so what? A cunt licker? <laughs> oh, man. So they have this cartoon, and they're like, basically, you, there are these cartoon sperm, and they're, they're on this, like, destruction derby-style race, and then they get to the egg. <laughs> And then the egg and the sperm hug. And then this like live oh, yeah. action girl's like, that's how I was made. And you're like, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and we, we all wonder why we're so fucked up about sex. Because we got bullshit propaganda nonsense yeah. like that sperm floating around. Sperm and egg makes no sense to an eight-year-old yeah, or like, anybody learning about sex. It still my doesn't make sense. That I like shoot at a woman and <laughs> then they swim <laughs> up to her egg. 
I was like, what the fuck are these snakes inside of me? So I, I sat my dad down because it was like, it was bothering me. I was like, how did the sperm get from my dick to that egg? Oh, what a and question. I, I had theories. I how do they? I was, <laughs> my first was that I was like, the reason mommy and daddy sleep together is because in the middle of the night, the sperm climbs out of your dick <laughs> and then crawls across the bed and climbs That's inside. That's not terribly wrong. I would, yeah. I would. Yeah, that makes sense. That's not the worst sense. explanation of sex I've ever heard, sadly. <laughs> other other theory I had was that the reason why women sit down on the toilet is that men pee the sperm into it, and then they sit down, and the sperm climb up the sides of the toilet walls. Not terrible. The Imagine like an I'm just a girl, like a sperm <laughs> egg version, <laughs> climbing. I, I just imagined the sperm like with their tail, like, come on, like, get it. Like, how do you, but what, what do we do before toilets? Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> So I had to like sit my dad down and be like, what do we, what do we do? Like how, how did the sperm get from my dick into that woman's vagina? And he said, uh, and I I swear he said, uh, this is going to seem way less appealing right now, (laughs) (laughs) but I promise when you get older, you'll really want to do this. You have to stick it inside the vagina. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he was like, yes. Were you heartbroken? Were you like, no. I, I swear to God, I cried. I, I would cried. Too, yeah. And he's going, it's okay. Aww. Like, it's literally the best thing ever. Right, like, right. you'll love it. I was like, I don't want to do it. I thought sperm climbing up the walls of the toilet, possibly into my butthole mistakenly, <laughs> was like a better option than like sperm, you know, like shooting it into a woman. So did you think the sperm crawling, crawling in the toilet were going to bring you sexual pl- pleasure or just make a baby? I had no concept okay, of sexual Okay, just say, what is it? That's you the just other knew thing. it was like something that people did and that you're supposed to do when you got older kind yeah, of Yeah, like, I mean, what, that's the weird <clears> thing <throat> when you talk about sexual propaganda. Right. Like, the, the, when they censor sex so much from you, you think it's like a naughty thing. Because, like, what else right. do they censor? Is violence, you're absolutely right. And that's it. Hardly, they barely yes. censor violence from kids. But yeah, yeah, yeah. barely. But like, sex so much more. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it was always this thing like get out of the room like yeah. this is an adult thing absolutely yeah. i didn't realize it was people having a great time yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I thought it was a bad thing <laughs> right right so, that's like, so funny yeah 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 no well it's and also how how you can see breasts and vagina and but you can never see a dick because yeah. that's like that's a the only time you're gonna see a dick is in a porn basically i remember uh we i, I had a my first ever friend his name was steven he lived across the street from me when i lived in virginia and we were like best buds we hung out all the time from age like four to 12. And I remember one time he was bouncing on the trampoline and his penis came out of his shorts. He's wearing a bathing suit and just was bouncing. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I freaked out and ran away and cried because I didn't, I thought boys had vaginas. Right? <laughs> and I thought that I wasn't allowed to have be like, but at that age, girls were topless. Like, cause we yeah. didn't have tits yet. Yeah. You know what I mean, like everyone was, I, I, I was so heartbroken cause I was scared. I thought women had nothing and that they <laughs> peed out of their buttholes. <laughs> my, my friend's brother, when I was a kid, said, well, whatever, you, girls, you're going to get your period where you pee out of your butts. And we're like, oh, shit, really? That sucks. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it kind of feels like it's peeing out of your butt, but that's just when things are really out of control. <laughs> that's <now>. just <laughs> diarrhea. I know. Also, all oh, that period diarrhea, everybody. Oh, yeah. Did you guys know that's a thing that happened? Because it is. Be it oh, a woman. Yeah. I, Elephant I never... sitting on your stomach. What? Yeah. Oh, you're fat. You get some zits. Your vagina's bleeding. Your it ass hurts. is dripping. Vaginas actually can hurt during period. Like your actual whole entire your, vagina. Your nipples can just are hurt. sore. I yeah. can see that. Do you, do, it's what, a real, do you have, real fun time. You, you know all right. of this, right? Not, I no, not really. I never really? heard of uh, p- 
period diarrhea. Oh, God. That's a new it's, term to me. That's because everyone's ashamed of it. And we're here <laughs> today to say, ladies, period diarrhea is a thing. And, and it, it happens. If you got a diarrhea in your period, it's okay. That's right, guys. If you're pissing blood, that's totally cool. We got to talk about it. <laughs> Where's that support group? God damn it. Blood bullets. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Lots of blood forming in your testes and shooting out during while you come. That's not cancer. It's normal. <laughs> but no, for real, guys, still period sex happen. is really, no, fun. really. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Even when, do, do you have even sex with diarrhea? Uh, yeah, I have sex. I do period sex. Yeah. Period sex is great. How long have you been dating your girlfriend for? I think we're like officially like a month. Oh. But we were like, Aww. we were like seeing <laughs> so each other sweet. during a show. Oh, that was a lot of fun. We just we like fucked all over this theater. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna tell anybody to listen to this from that cast. Um, <laughs> oh, but like God. that, it was a great time. We got lots of work done, and we were just like hooking up, and people were just slowly finding out. And at the end of it, it was like, let's just keep just... going. This is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. Oh, so that's nice. Like, that sounds very like ooh, sexy time, romantic, wooing, yeah. thrilling. And it was, and it was cool because it was very organic. Yeah. You know, it was just like we were just first it was, it was just we were like let's hang out and then yeah. we had sex and then it was like let's just keep doing this and then it just got to that point where you know it's like we don't have to see each other anymore but we we choose to mm-hmm. now your parents That's uh nice. judge you because you drank when you're 20 and just because they come from a culture of like we don't need alcohol and then you were like but i like it and they were like Ugh. what about how they felt towards you guys having sex um, were they like just wear a rubber they, or are they different towards your brothers versus your sister? They're pretty cool about it. Um, I'll say what the one other traumatic, weird, you know, again, like talking about the way they kind of form sex in your brain in an early age. I once went into my brother's room, my older brother, to get the Pokemon Player's Guide to show you how young I was. And like, I literally picked it up and then underneath there was like an open condom wrapper. And I went and sat down my dad, like, weeping, thinking he oh. was, like, doing something bad. Like, oh. I don't want to have to tell you this. <laughs> and how old was your brother at the time? He must have been, like, 17. Okay. You sit down your dad a lot. It's yes, you do. <laughs> Whenever it has to deal with sex, because I'm like, Dad, what the fuck's going on? Oh, that's good that you have a relationship with your dad, though, that you can feel like you can sit him down, because I think that's honestly super rare. That's ideal that's and true. rare. But Especially I, with dads, because they seem so intimidating, you know? I hope, Not yeah, me mine, and my dad but have others. A, have a great relationship. And, yeah, he's... and I'll tell one more a couple more stories about his sex talks just because they (laughs) they, that involve him being d snyder on top of it right but he uh so i I went and told my brother was having sex and he was just like yeah good thing he's using a condom yeah like that's that's okay and i was like what (laughs) what like you knew about this he's like yeah why do you think he's just blasting music like all day while he's in that room with that girl i'm like you know i'm like 10 i'm like what the fuck um (laughs) So, but then one time, so one time he took, I went to like a a convention with him. He was going to this convention to sign autographs. And on the drive there, he started having this like weird, it was almost like a post-sex (laughs) follow-up because like he kind of knew he gave me the talk, but wasn't sure how much I understood. And he was like, do you know what, uh, what, what the word screw means? And I was like. Yeah, but I, like, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> you didn't and, know. Like I like it's like yeah, I don't know. Screw means he's like screw means the same as like doing a girl. I'm like what? He's like I didn't know what that meant when I was a kid, and I told my friend I was gonna. Uh, I didn't know what screwing meant, and he was like, can you tell me what banging means? And then they meant the same thing. He's like, is there anything you don't understand? Aww. I was like, no, I think I got it. And he's like, <laughs> thanks, Adam. Good. Okay, bye. And then he went on to tell me all about gay sex, and oh, he like specifically wow, how told me progressive. Yeah, and then he told me through a series of gay jokes. He was like. <laughs> 
you want to hear some gay jokes? And then we're like, tell me the gay jokes. And then be like, see the reason. So like he told me, he goes, so this straight man goes into a gay bar and there's a farting contest. And he signs up and the first gay man goes, he gets up to fart and he goes. <laughs> then the second gay man comes up and he goes. <laughs> then the straight man goes up and he goes. <laughs> and everybody screams, virgin. <laughs> And I didn't laugh. And he's like, see, do you get that joke? That's so confusing like, to a kid. Because that man was never fucked up the ass. <laughs> like, oh like what? God. How old were you when he said that? I feel like I was like 12 or 13. Oh, okay. So, okay. But so. I was like very uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay. And like, you like up telling me gay jokes and like telling me like what gay people do and what lesbians do. And he's like, because you What do just... lesbians do in his work? Like in his talk I don't to know. his child? At that point, I was in kind of this like weird static shock. Like, of like. <laughs> I don't know. He told me this one joke. He's like, you ever hear the joke, uh, what do lesbians do on their period? Finger paint. Oh, my God. Well, I think <laughs> we like, all what? know who the Grand Marshal of the Gay Pride Parade is going to be <laughs> next, next year. year. D. Snyder, he everybody. Be. He's <laughs> supporting the gays through comedy. <laughs> D. Snyder. No one talks about it. That's oh, funny. Man. Yeah. So then he, so he like, and, and so then my brother had a slightly shittier scenario. So my, my younger brother, my dad, during, like when my brother was kind of in his more formative years, my dad had a radio show in Connecticut. And um, they were talking to him about giving the sex talk to kids. And he was like, yeah, I don't think I've had it with Cody. So he came home and like had a sex talk with my younger brother. And uh, Cody was like, he had already had that talk with me. And then he went on the air and like talked about it. But all the teachers at our school listened to that show. So then all the Aww. teachers being like, hey, hey, Cody, like, Aww. how's uh, you know, I heard you're finally learning about the birds and the bees. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, Aww. I knew about the birds and the bees. And also inappropriate for teachers. Really? <laughs> yeah. was. Don't bring that up to my son. It's so inappropriate. They would talk to me a lot. And then they would get very comfortable with me because they would start talking to me about like their golden years where they were seeing Twisted at the bars on right. Long Island. Right, because they have a they have a relationship with your parents, which is odd for a child, because it's like I don't okay. Because I don't know what they're talking. Well, about. Well, right. there's that thing about you know being a celebrity where people feel like they know you, so people feel like they know your dad, but they don't know your dad, and then it's weird, and they feel like they know you. Um, that's interesting because that leads me into something else I want to talk about. Obvi you're the only per you know you're the only person we've ever had on who has a famous parent. So how like how how has that affected, if at all, how you date or how women view you? Has oh. that ever come into play? Like someone trying to date you or be with you? I think my first girlfriend, like, well, you know, I dated for like three days, you know, right. this was in seventh or eighth grade. Right. Um, I, she told me later that her friends told her to like use me to get stuff. <laughs> what stuff? I don't know that they All like All that sweet twisted I was stuff. That memorabilia, motherfucker. That's one thing is like people don't, some people are just <laughs> fucking idiots and they like don't understand what the world is. They think it's just like a place of free things and <laughs> limitless money and like constant perks and celebrities walking around all the time. Yeah, you have all the money in the world, right? Uh, no, I lived <laughs> in a bunk bed that I inherited I from a former man. I living in a hallway. Like, uh, it's, it was a railroad apartment. It was a railroad apartment. But that's yeah, why you're such a class act, though. Hallway. Your parents yeah. raised you right. Yeah, and he definitely, I mean, my dad was, what he, he worked for it. He like, he was broke for many years. And then when the Twisted went under, I was broke as a kid. 
And right. I saw him have to like build his career back up and like, you know. Oh, so you actually went through that from, uh, from being wealthy to. Well, I was born into the portum. So uh-huh. I like never really? even saw when Twisted was big. I, uh, I was not alive. Well, you weren't born yet, right? What? When, yeah, I they, wasn't born. Yeah, yeah. The band broke up in like 85 and then that's like when things started going downhill and then they, you know, sold the house in, in Huntington where I was born when I was one. But you didn't have, they didn't have like, I mean, not to get in your parents' finances, but they didn't have like money saved up. My dad They was were a, just living like rock stars, basically. Yeah. Okay. My dad was Got an it. idiot, bought lots of cars, bought a big house. Got it. Uh, but got a pool, you know, and all the. It's okay. Scary Spice years. did it too, you know. No one's yeah. perfect. And this <laughs> is not to be, you know, mean to him, but it was, it was a. He was huge for like a little while, right? He was like a, you know, two hit wonder, right? Uh, and and there was like, and he's luckily those songs have carried on, and he's become like a cultural figure, yeah. You know, and he's made a career out of it, but you know, it's those two songs, you know, and that's all the money. Mm-hmm. That was all the money he mm-hmm. had. It wasn't until he started getting radio shows and, and stuff. And also, he writes with other night. artists and stuff, right? Or produces? Not really? Oh, I thought someone <laughs> told me about Celine Dion. Christmas. Oh, he wrote yeah one Celine oh, that Dion was one time. song. It was okay. one time. That's oh, that so cool. Well. well, he was on the uh, the Fangoria radio because I actually met your dad. Like I told you, I met your dad before I ever met you. Yes. In a Scream Queen contest on Fangoria radio. Did guys. you win it? I remember. Uh, that. I won the first round and then I got beat. Oh, okay. I'm great at screaming. I'm though. bad at screaming. I think I messed th- met that Scream Queen. One, well, there was one girl I was I trying I to hit on once who uh-huh. wouldn't stop asking questions about my dad, and I kept trying to change the subject. Like, at to least her. play it cool, that's even if in the back of your annoying. mind that's what you're trying to do. Like, how how fucking much of idiots are people? Some people are just way too apparent. Right. This okay. This is a hookup story. So I okay. So I once <laughs> I was I roasted my dad, and um I d- did it on I think it was like fucking True TV or something weird. Right. I don't even remember the channel. But that's where I met Jim Norton. He was oh, one of the roasters. Oh, and one of the jokes yeah. I Corinne, had. Corinne needs to bang him. Oh, well. yeah, bang him. They're bang him so compatible. We really are. I wasn't expecting it, guys. Sometimes I you just walk it. into it. He's a dirty gentleman. Wait, yeah. what did you say? I thought you said Christina <laughs> should bang him. And I was like, yeah, Christina, bang him. I didn't. I misheard it. No, no we're Corinne. much. We're, we're just very compatible. See, I thought I thought went into it thinking Christina and him would hit it off. And I was just going to sit here. Jim, if you're and listening. then I uh, slowly or quickly fell in love. Fell in love. Love, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see it. He's a lovable little prankster. I don't know why prankster, but he's just he's a lovable. <laughs> I little like guy. the word. He's a dirty prank. gentleman. He's, he's a dirty Which is gentleman. Corinne's ideal. All mm. right, so I I did this roast and I had this joke where because this is true, a lot of guys and especially at open mics, like when I would talk about it, like then it became this thing through the night where all the comics would like being like, I gotta tell you this thing, like how many girls and they, a lot of guys would say, how many girls have you banged because of your dad? Right. Oh. Um, but the truth is, like when I would meet girls who were into me because of my dad. It gets very weird. I, I can, it just, it, it reads. I can just, I can smell it on them, like the desperation. And usually they're like in their 40s and fucking worn out. <laughs> Trying so, to bang you? Yeah. Of 40s? Like, yeah, they'll be in their 40s. Like, oh my God, I used to oh. see your dad at fucking Mulcahy. Yeah, I can see so that. So maybe they like were in love with your dad. Yeah, so and that's the like, weird feeling. Fuck his seat. And you guys have the familial look. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. Wait, we that's weird. It's very weird. Oh, God. So, so I did a joke about it at the Rose where I was like, a lot of people ask me, like, how many guys have you banged because you're dead? And I went, none! Like, it's <laughs> never happened! Not once! And I would, like, just scream and, like, like he's a fucking huge transvestite! Like, girls aren't wetting their jeans over that! Like, just, you know, <laughs> fucking scream about it. But then after the show, 
this like th- these people came up on stage while everyone's like mulling about and this one it was like a short guy older bald like weird facial hair david uh, tell beanie <laughs> they look homeless shorter <laughs> older grosser yeah flamboyant suit bow tie oh. and then he had this one really tall black girl very skinny with like this big big fro a fro mohawk wait it wasn't andy dick was it Jeffrey no Gurian? it wasn't andy okay, dick. You older know. Oh, wait, Jeffrey Gurian? Did he have sticky? No, no. I know oh. Jeffrey Gurian, though. Oh, you do? We love him. Do you see him on Kroll Show? I was yes, so glad they yeah. put him on there. Too much sooner. Guys, Dude, shout out to Jeffrey Gurian. Love. Friend of the show. Oh, Jeffrey love. Guy we didn't fuck, but someone but should real hard. <laughs> Please, someone out there fuck Jeffrey Gurian. pussy. No, you're shitting me. Hot pussy. Yeah. You're shitting me. I, I've I mean, seen it. whether or not it's from a service. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We cannot but say. Hot Girls. But at the end of the day, who cares? Sometimes, too. What? It's amazing. You know what? That's how I felt about this guy. He's very charismatic. He had had two girls. He had this one hot, big black girl with with an Afro mohawk. And then this, like, really, like, hot, cute, blonde girl with, like, a choppy bob haircut and big glasses. And she came up to me, and she goes, you know, if no one's banging you because of your dad, you're really talking to the wrong girls. Whoa. And I was like. What the fuck does that mean? I I was like, that means she wants to fuck me. But I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> so I was like very like taken aback and I was like, oh, cool. And then she was like, she was like, are you on Twitter? <laughs> I was like, Ooh, yeah. Real she panty goes, drop. And yeah. she's like, I'm going to find you right now. And if you decide you want to talk to me, all you got to do is direct is follow me back. So I was like, all what right. We live so, in a real weird world. That's weird. It was very weird. And I did it. <laughs> and I fucking went Guys, through with it. Did you fuck her? Why. Yes. Was it great? It was it was great. It was super weird because then the weird thing was is she was like in this open relationship with that guy and the tall black chick. Did you use a condom? Yes. Good. <laughs> And that was like the thing. And actually, it was weird thing is that girl we were talking about earlier. I met her out in LA and like talked to her about doing it. And she was like, "Shane, don't do it." I was like, "I think I am gonna. I think I'm gonna leave." Yolo, motherfucker. That's how I felt. Did she make you play Twisted Sister on a loop while you were fucking? (laughs) No, but she made me wear (laughs) a wig. Would you have done that? Wait. Oh. What kind of way? No, he's joking. I wasn't oh, allowed oh, to look oh. at it. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was. He's like, joking. Well, this, guy, this woman sounds a little cray cray, <laughs> but she, fun. The fuck. weird thing was, is like she was a little cray cray, and then like I had, I went and got dinner with her, and like was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Oh, because the weirdest thing is, is so she came up, she talked to me, and I was like, what the hell? Then I was talking to Pendulette, and that guy, the little short guy in the bow tie, comes up to me. And he's talking, and Penn's great friends with him, and he's like, hey, I saw you talking with my girlfriend over there. And I was like, uh, oh, so, no, sorry, dude, sorry. I, I wasn't talking to your girlfriend. And he's like, it's okay. You should fuck her. I was like, maybe he gets off on that. He was like, well, he said they're in an open thing. And yeah. I'm not supposed to out things, but Mr. Big P, I think, is may have, is also in an open thing with lots of people. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, well, that works a lot. Speaking of Twitter, Penn yeah. tweeted me on Twitter, and I, and I felt really excited. I tweeted when? him. Because I met him in Vegas, and I tweeted him, uh, like, oh, soon enough meeting you. And he tweeted right back. Yeah, I got should, really excited. You should bang him. I'm not into him. Uh, Are crazy girls better in bed? No. No. Crazy girls make you make you a little bit scared. Yeah, but you're a nice guy. That's why you, <laughs> oh, the, the kind of person who goes for a crazy girl is someone mean like uh, last week's guest, Ryan Reese. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, again, that's, that's at Ryan Reese. If anyone wants to tweet, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I think that's why. I mean, 
Uh, actually, no, I might take it back. How many crazy girls have you actually fucked, though? Oh, have, I, don't, I don't know. Crazy do girls also, crazy? I don't think, would like you because crazy girls are crazy, so they like someone who's mean to them because that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, crazy girls are... Speaking for a friend, obviously. There's different kinds of crazy. Uh, they, there's, <clears throat> there's some girls who are like crazy in the way that they are like a fuck machine and they just like really want your dick to touch that dangly thing in the back of their throat. And you're like, this is wonderful. And there are other crazy girls <laughs> so who like, like after you talk and they're like, after you have sex and then they're, they just won't stop talking. And you're like, this is terrible. Okay. That's bad. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. But I'll say, you know, it depends. I mean, like someone's like crazy sexual. Yes. They're, they, 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 they get a couple extra points in bed cause they just go fucking nuts. But a no crazy girl bar, isn't yeah. inherently better. And I would I prefer see. somebody I like, you have the good sex with, and then you lay down and you're like, we're both very chill now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so is that the question you end all podcasts with? Is like, are crazy girls? No, well, because you were saying that this girl was crazy, the, the blonde girl. So I was like, oh, I wonder if she was like one of the best people you've ever slept with. No, no, definitely and not one of the best. I just didn't know if that correlated. Definitely not one of the best, no. Yeah. Um, I, but there, I would say there, there are some crazy girls in my top five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be lying if I didn't say that was uh, that wasn't true. Totally, totally. Do you uh oh, and I wanted to promote before we uh, before we go, we have to wrap soon. Uh Shane, are you you're a part of the 20 something showcase? Yeah. So you do we something called Puppet that. Shakespeare? Yes, this so is Give true. us a little info about that. So we do Shakespeare with puppets. Um we also use like a lot of like improv. We fucking come out into the audience. We'll talk to you. We'll break the fourth wall. We'll break the text. We use first folio. We use puppets of varying sizes and colors and shapes, but it's basically like a. Do you a go off script and you take liberty with the lines and the obviously not the plot because it's Shakespeare, but yeah, like yeah. you know, there's all the time. Like we'll yeah. just we'll just totally break away from it because it's the truth is I think Shakespeare's kind of hoity-toity and uh, a lot of people yeah, get fuck like em. get bored watching it. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> like i like shakespeare but i feel like a lot of people are, are standoffish from it so we try to break it and make it a little more accessible for everybody cool more so what can we see you do uh on sunday i'm doing stand-up what are you are you guys doing a scene that's from... this sunday yeah holy shit it's this sunday uh which is september 7th sunday at six five days from now yeah september 7th hold on september I had, I 7th my... we'll put the information We're, i'm gonna put the link to the facebook invite which also has links to the link to the ticket i believe tickets are 15 dollars um, it starts at 6 p.m. and yep. it's going to go all the way to midnight. Yeah, and I think we're probably going to do like an interview or a scene with some puppets. Okay, cool. Uh, I might burp. I held it in all this time. No, it's not going to happen. Oh. Um, well, maybe you can see Shane burp this Sunday, guys. <laughs> and it's Shane at Black burp. Bear Bar, which is 70 North 6th Street, but just make sure you get tickets. I think they're more expensive. So, North 6th, so it's in Brooklyn? Uh, yeah, in Williamsburg. <laughs> okay, so make Six, sure. 70 North 6th Street at Black Bear Bar this coming Sunday. And it's going to be great. Is Sweet. there anything else you want to plug? Or is, is Puppet Shakespeare doing any uh, upcoming shows? Because I know you, you had can, a run. You with... can go to puppetshakespeare.org. We got cool. videos and a podcast and stuff like that to go check out. But, you know, that, that's about it. We gotta, we'll probably have another show coming up in the next few months. But awesome. yeah, we just ended one run, so we're trying to figure out. And your Twitter show. handle is Shane is not a bird. Yep. Right? Perfect. Shane is not a bird. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on Guys We Fucked the Anti Slut Shaming Podcast. No yeah. problem. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'll tell you the way the styles are today, I'm glad I'm married because if I was single, I could never get married looking like this, you know? And I feel sorry for any single girl today. The styles and the whole society is not for single girls. You know that. Single men, yes. A man, he's single, he's so lucky. 
A boy on a date, all he has to be is clean and able to pick up the check. He's a winner. You know that. <laughs> or a, a man, a man could call up anybody in the whole world. You know that? Hello, I saw your name in the locker room. I thought I'd give you a quick call. <laughs> Excuse me. 